I mean, especially in a season like this, where you've got to go and do a bunch of different things. Like, I love Sari, but Sari isn't the person digging around. She isn't the person that's going to try to sneak something at a challenge. This is like the one season you know for sure Sari doesn't have an idol, and you target Michaela, who has probably got like a less than 1% chance of winning the game. It was a waste of a vote to me. It's like, like, the host uh, for this episode and joining me as always is eli rosenswick eli how you doing uh can we have a moment of silence for andrea please oh i knew that's how we were gonna start off this podcast you had to be pretty pretty uh devastated when that happened no i mean i was bummed but you know like i've been saying on the podcast it's basically like three episodes in a row that i was fully expecting her to get sent home so she lasted longer than i thought considering how big of a threat she was and how big of a threat everyone perceived her to be so you know she had a great run this time out it was a lot of fun watching her she'll always be one of my favorites uh kudos to andrea for another good season yeah uh i mean i i I agree with you i'm surprised she lasted as long as she did because she seemed to be very much in control of a lot of things for a long time and her you know what ends up doing her in is her trying to get rid of sarah probably just a little bit too early um, which will be interesting considering how we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the rest of the episode. But um, do we want to talk a little bit about the, uh, the first immunity challenge? They do the, the classic House of Cards challenge. you got to hold on to uh, the thing. How difficult do you think that actually is? Because Aubrey made it look absolutely simple. I mean, yeah, I think it's a lot more difficult than she made it look. I mean, she just smashed the previous record held by uh, Cochran. Um, you know, I'm sure she she's the kind of player that is such a survivor nerd that she probably a lot of these survivors like practice these types of challenges before they go out there. Cause oh, you know, I totally would. Why? I mean, yeah, why wouldn't you? A lot of these challenges get repeated. You know, uh, there's a lot of staples out there. So people, a lot of players probably who take the game seriously practice a lot of these things. Uh, there's a good chance she practiced that exact challenge on her own. So, uh, you know, good good for her. Yeah, I mean, I never understand. I mean, you don't you don't see it necessarily as much in these kind of all star seasons as you do in the regular seasons. Uh, but I never understand the people who don't go back and rewatch the shows. Like you know, I mean, if if I got chosen, I would spend however long between getting chosen and actually leaving, just watching every single episode. You know, oh, I I completely agree. I, uh, it boggles my mind. People like former players who like haven't seen other seasons and like yeah, it like, makes no sense to me. It also makes me uh, part of the thing that bothers me about that is it's not just that they they play the game and they don't like watch every season, but like it makes me feel worse about myself. Like like man, these people who played the game they don't even watch every season yet. I watch every season, listen to every podcast. Like am I that that much of a loser? Well, the answer don't, is don't yes, answer that. But no. yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, so she wins, and we start uh, we start moving into the 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 eventual uh, uh, voting out of uh, Andrea. Um, and I mean, like I said, it pretty much comes from Andrea uh, wanting to get rid of Sarah, looking at Sarah as the biggest threat, the person who's made the biggest moves, at least recently in the game. 
Um, do you think this was a mistake by Andrea to start breaking up again the alliance? All right. Well, th- this isn't me defending Andrea because I'm in love with her. This is me defending Andrea because I think she was in a no-win position. I think what it wasn't anything that Andrea necessarily did here that got her out. I just think it was Sari. She's so like Sari talked about it on, on the confessional that she just wanted to go to the end with Sarah so badly because she thought Sarah was screwing over every single person. So Sari viewed Sarah as kind of a of a goat mm-hmm. to bring to the end. Now that might be way off base. I don't know, but that's I think the it way. Is. Yeah, I think it might be a little off base too, but that's just the way she felt. And also, you know, no way Sari ever wanted to take Andrea. Just like Andrea, no way she wanted to take Sari. So, you know, it made sense for Sari to do what she did. Uh, so, yeah, I just think Andrea was, based on the fact that Andrea's a strategic player and was excellent in the challenges, like she just, she pretty much had no chance to make it to the end. So I just think Andrea did just about as well as she possibly could have done this season. Uh, I don't think it was her targeting Sarah that did it. I did think it was pretty cool how um, both Andrea and Aubrey uh, noticed that Sarah's like a- acting at the end of that tri- during that tribal when Sierra was voted out. They mm-hmm. they caught on to that, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, that was a pretty uh, astute observation because I think it was something that we talked about last week, or I guess earlier this week when we recorded uh, about last week's episode uh, that it was it was an interesting play to you know seem distraught uh, that that. Uh, that uh, Sierra was being voted out by uh, by Sarah. So, um, you know, I, I definitely think there are there are a number of uh, people to blame for this. Uh, but I, I think uh, I think Andrea holds some blame because there has been so much backstabbing and so much getting out the the next person that they're not actually counting the numbers. Like you have a four to three person advantage. Why mess it up? I don't know. It, it, you know, I hate to use the term like voting blocks and trust clusters, but I mean that's kind of the way this game has played out. It, it shifts like you know, Probes talks about that tribal lot this season, like reshuffling the deck, and that's kind of what's happening. So it's kind of like take out the the biggest threat, and the next time take out the next biggest threat. Whether no matter what your alliance was before, yet I don't know how Sari keeps escaping anyone talking about her because she's one of the biggest threats in the history of the game. But you well, know, you gotta whatever. think she's next to go. Yeah, I mean, she. We'll get to it. What she did. What she did. Yeah, what Sari did in the second half of this episode, we'll get into later. But yeah, that's. uh, If people weren't talking about Sari before, they're certainly going to be talking about her now. Here's my old problem with the voting blocks and the trust clusters and things like that. And I understand why it happens, especially in in, in in these kind of all star seasons. But it's just like the big men. Like, you know, whenever we get to emerge in a season and stuff and everybody's like, oh, I got to target the, you know, the biggest physical threats to get them out of the game so they don't win a bunch of immunity challenges. The problem is when you're a guy and you do that, like, let's say I get on the show and I see this guy as a big physical threat and I vote him out. Well, then I become the next big physical threat. Yes. Like, and that's the problem with this. Like, if you start strategically taking people out, you become the next target. And, like, that's what I don't think people are getting in this season. It's like every time you take out a big strategic threat, you become that big strategic threat that people want to take out. Yeah, and that's what uh, Jeremy Collins did so well in Cambodia, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the Meat Shield Alliance. It was really smart of him to keep around guys like Joey Amazing, and I forget who else off the top of my head right now that was with him, but he did a good job of making sure there were always 
you know, other physical threats around him. So he wasn't always the guy that stood out. So, uh, you know, some players are able to execute that well. Some people aren't. I mean, I just feel like when you're out there, you're just like so, you're just oh, so badly. So, it's it's so hard. I mean, uh, yeah. mentally to just think about. And one, your, your mind is going, I try to remember what season it was where someone was talking about like, you know, they slept like an hour a night because they would just play out scenarios all night long in their head. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's move on to the second half. Um, and uh, well, I mean, do we want to talk? Let's maybe we should talk about the vote real quick. I don't know. I guess I guess Andrew just gets blindsided. The next vote is the one that's interesting. So let's move on to the next one. Uh, we have the second immunity challenge. It's the uh, the classic uh, bucket in uh, or bucket in the water. The bucket has a hole, uh, and you got to fill up the chute before uh, you get to the puzzle. Um, you know, I, I always find this one, uh, like a little bit interesting because it seems like some people just have such awful, uh, uh, trouble with it, but it didn't seem like really anybody did this time around. I mean, except for Suri, whose bucket got caught on the bottom. Poor Suri. Even when she's like not actually in the water, uh, water challenges continue to screw her over. Yeah. Um, but you know, and, and then... I mean, I don't remember if you remember Sri's first season in terms of her doing this challenge, uh, but she refused to jump off uh, off the platform uh, in her first season. Oh, that's why I forgot about that. In uh, this season, she actually did. So I thought that was kind of a cool moment uh, that she was actually that she that she is. I mean, I don't know if anybody has grown as much as her in terms of a person on on this series, and uh, you know, it's going to be. Sad to me if she if she doesn't ever come back. Uh, I don't want to see her play for a fifth time. Right. Well, no, that's that's. I, fair. I, I love I love Suri, but I mean, no one should ever get to play five times. That's just completely ridiculous. Well, yeah, no, and I agree with you. I mean, in a certain regard, because I mean, I'm tired of seeing guys like Ozzy play. Oh my God, yes! If we ever see him again, I might quit the show. <laughs> uh, Brad ends up uh, getting the puzzle. Um, it's an interesting puzzle because everybody keeps screwing it up and like, yeah, I mean, like super close these, and they're not, looking I felt like the they back. were all blind. Yeah. Like what's wrong with these people? I mean, I'm not good at puzzles. I'm sure I would never win a puzzle challenge, but it seemed like pretty clear that a lot of these people had a massive problem and they were, they kept going and going. I'm like, dude, uh, you're not going to finish this pu- puzzle properly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but again, that's the, that's the mental strain of the yeah. game after 33 days. So, uh, so let's, you know, we uh, we have a lot of scrambling, and we see a moment in which uh, Sari talks to Ty um, that is pretty amazing uh, in terms of wanting to part her plan, because, you know, I guess I skipped over the fact Sarah, Sarah gives uh, Sari her advantage because she's so confident. Uh, you know, she said, you hold on to this, and if, you know, you know that's how confident I am. You know, if I get voted out, uh, because of, of not using it, that that's okay. Um, and Sari then takes the uh, takes the initiative on herself to go talk to Ty and try to talk him, uh, or kind of kind of just trick him. And I just thought that was so interesting and so well played. She's like crying and uh, and really trying to be Ty's buddy. And I think Ty completely buys it. This was just so strange on so many levels. I, I do think we got to give Sarah some credit. Uh, I mean, we've done, we've given her a lot of credit this this mm-hmm. season, but um, she's just done a good like she's kind of flipped on everybody and screwed a lot of people over. But she typically does a really good job smoothing things over. And this is another example of her, you know, trying to win back trust and uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I just think she's done a good job in that front. And obviously, she must have known that uh, what was going to play out later, that Siri oh. wasn't... Yeah, so yeah, just... And I, I don't understand. Like, how does Siri not read the entire thing? Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying. When I watched that episode, I'm like, wow, Siri. Like, how could a player of that caliber make such a colossal error? Like, she would have been the last player in the history of the game that I would ever think would make a mistake like that. But uh, I, I saw some stuff that Michaela talked about. Maybe it was on one of her exit interviews. Apparently... Um, Sarah gave that advantage to Sari like like ten minutes before travel or, or something mm. along those lines. So I mean, I still think it's in- inexcusable. I just feel like you reread the rules and the fine print like eighty times before you make. I mean, wh- what Sari was trying to do was like so monumental and and like it's like do or die. Like if you, this is a big move, if it doesn't work out, you're in big trouble. So you think you would just like you know dot your eyes and cross your t's on this, and she just didn't do it, and, it, and it's stunning. And it, it would have worked had she done it. I mean, like, had it not been transferable. How do you feel about it being non-transferable? Because, I mean, I think we've we've talked about before, some of the best moments in this series have been people giving other people advantages. Yeah, I don't I don't like it. I, I don't quite understand why that's the rule. I don't, like, it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, if someone were to... I, I don't know, like, if someone were to steal the advantage, like, that's on camera. Everything's on camera. So it's not like you're going to be able to steal something and get away with it. But, like... Uh, and I don't think you're, I mean, allowed to actually steal, steal yeah, something, Yeah, exactly. Right? So, yeah, Because, I mean, people correct. have gone through people's bags and stuff like yeah. that. And it's never like, oh, I go through your bag and now this is mine. Yeah, I'm just not quite sure why it was non-transferable, but whatever. I, guess, I mean... That's the rule, and Sari should know better. It worked out for the show because I mean, it it gives us probably one of the best moments of the entire uh, of this entire season. So, um, uh, you know, well, can we talk about like if we let's say it was Sari? Let's say it was it was transferable, and that was something that Sari could have done. I don't quite understand what was her thought process anyway. Like, was she just trying to like? Did she just feel like she had to make a big move of some sort to like increase her resume? But like that's just crazy to me because if Sari gets to the end, like I can't imagine her losing to just about anybody like ever. Like it's Sari at the final tribal. Like who who wins against her? Like I just don't understand why she thought like I don't know. Maybe she thought like if she saved Sarah that like if she gets to the end with Sarah, like how could Sarah claim that she should have won when Sari is the one who saved her ass? Maybe that's what she was thinking. But I just don't. I know I'm not just saying this because, like, you know, hindsight 2020. But it I just think seemed... she thinks that Sarah is going home, and she's actually literally just trying to save the person she thinks is her goat. Well, okay, but why not tell Sarah? She does. I, I guess, she does tell yeah, Sarah. I know. And Sarah's I... not believing it. Um, and I think you know, here's my thing: is why do you need to use the advantage for it? Because in talking tie out or in talking uh, tie into not using the immunity idol, uh, even if Sarah doesn't vote with them, it's still a 3-3. Three, three, oh, the, oh, that's right, the ties this season. I totally forgot about the ties become... Yeah, it's really a bummer that didn't come to fruition because, man, it would be exciting to see uh, a rock draw on like by accident. Yeah, that's what I, I thought would actually... I hope uh, they keep that rule. I hope they do, too, because I think it... Uh, it makes things just a little bit more difficult for you know these massive you know when these massive alliances happen for guys for people to split the votes. Yeah, I just want to see it. I don't want them to keep the rule permanently because I remember when we talked about the rule being implemented. I didn't really like it. I just want to see it like happen one time and then they can go back to normal. <laughs> All right, let's get to tribal council. Um, 
you know, it, it, it be, turns into one of these tribal councils. I hope they institute a rule that you can't go up and talk in someone's ear. Yeah, I think, um, I do think because that's going to Because this is happen. becoming ridiculous. It is. It was really fun the first time, cause, and it made sense that it happened the first time, because it was like, uh, you know, the first ever combined tribal council like that. So it, it was actually fair that they let them do that. But yeah, this is going to become the norm on every season you know, subsequent to this, if they don't change the rules. So I do think probes are going to be like, Hey, if you want to talk to someone, say it out loud. So everyone else can hear. So mm -hmm. yeah, there's, yeah. There's, I, there's I, I think a change a, is coming. There's gotta be a rule in which, yeah, you can't, you can't leave your seat once you're, once you're, uh, once you're, uh, sit it or sat. Um, so, I mean, we have, uh, we have, we have Sari goes through like a big soliloquy during, uh, during tribal, um, that there are people lying and that this is going to be exposed. And that's when she realizes, uh, or that's when she, she, uh, she reveals that she's going to use Sarah's advantage. And Sarah's like, um, that, that's, that's my advantage. And she's like, well, but you gave it to me. She goes, but it's non-transferable. And we have all the confusion and Jeff clarifies that, yes, it is non-transfer or he makes her read it. It says non-transferable and it cannot be stolen from someone else. Um, and, uh, that becomes the, uh, uh, he, she ends up having to give it back to Sarah and Sarah then uses it, which I think makes absolutely no sense. Uh, and I, I mean, is Sarah just using it just because now the, the kind of, um, the, the secret is now gone? I think that's part of it. Also, I just think that tribal was so crazy, so chaotic that, you know, it was hard to know what the hell was going to happen after that, those shenanigans that Sarah just felt like, uh, you know, Sarah wanted something specific to happen. She's like, all right, I'm just going to make sure this happens. Like, I think she went for it. That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. Uh, she's not like Ty, who just, like, holds on to everything. And, oh, God, man, Ty. He is the worst player in the history of the game. I'm sorry. It's crazy because he could make the final tribal both times, and I still think he's legitimately the worst player to ever play the game. Well, and here's the thing, too. It's like, why does she then steal Ty's vote? Well, I, I, I was confused about that, too, but I've listened to, I listened to Michaela's uh, exit interview, and she had a good theory on that one. I think um, what happened was she talked at uh, – Sarah went up to Ty and said, "Vote, Mika we're voting Michaela. And apparently, you know, Ty and Michaela have become really close. They've showed on the, on the show. They're kind of in an alliance right now. And Ty didn't really react. Like, it didn't seem like he wanted to do that. So Sarah decided, well, I'm going to st steal Ty's vote and, you know, make sure that that vote goes to Michaela. And, and if the reason why she didn't steal Michaela's vote is because if she did that, it would have been obvious that Michaela was the one going home. So if Michaela had an idol, she would have played it. So it was to fake out Michaela and make sure Ty did exactly what she wanted. And that makes sense to me. Yeah, I just, one, I don't understand. I mean, I, I guess it makes sense, but I, I, I just think it's. I think at this point, when you know, I, I think you know, kind of, I mean, I don't think anybody knows Troyzan has an idol, but I think everybody ex uh, suspects that yes. uh, that Ty has at least one, um, and I don't think anybody thinks that anybody else has one. Like, I think everybody thinks that Ty is the one with it in his hand, um, yeah. and I mean, he could have easily gone home this episode. I'm surprised he didn't at least burn one of his two. Um, it's I, it's embarrassing. How, he, how do you... Okay, so there's three tribal councils left that you can play your two idols. You get your vote stolen from you, and you still don't play one of your idols? Are that's you freaking... To, that's, to me, the craziest part. Like, you just had your vote stolen from you, and 
you are, you don't play your idol. Like you've got to play it at that point. I mean, I mean, it works yeah. out for him, but yeah, it's worked out for him a bunch. Of, like it, you know, a couple of weeks ago when he got like two or three votes at tribal, he didn't play his idol, and like yes, te- yeah, when, when they get rid of Zeke, the, yeah, when yeah, everything in his own alliance the right, for him. Yeah, so like yeah, you could say he's made the right play twice now recently by not playing an idol, but that's just no. Like he is just. I don't get it. When what he's it sets so up bad. is it sets up this week, the last week can use it. He's got two, and he's gonna be able to protect himself and somebody else. Oh well, no, no, he can use he can use um, the six left. You can play at a final five. Oh, okay, I, I thought you could yeah, only yeah. So, play. I thought you could no, only play at six. So he can play this week, and oh, well, I mean, each of the next two tribals, he can protect himself, guarantee himself a hundred percent that he's in the final four. Hmm. All right. Um, let's but see. still, I mean, my God. Seriously, Ty. Like Ty's just like the, the most trustworthy, trust trustful person of all time. I, I have a Least question for you. Do you think that targeting Michaela was the right move? Because I don't understand why they don't take out Sari. We know for sure that Sari does not have an idol because Sari isn't the type of person to go looking for one. Well, I mean, no, you can never know for sure, but oh, uh, I mean, I, especially in a season like this where you've got to go and do a bunch of different things. Like, I love Sari, but Sari isn't the person digging around. She isn't the person yeah, but, that's going to try to sneak something at a challenge. This is like the one season you know for sure Sari doesn't have an idol, and you target Michaela, who has probably got like a less than one percent chance of winning the game. It was a waste of a vote. All right, like, I, I disagree. I, I understand where you're coming from, and that's kind of how I thought at first when I watched the episode. But I think what what Sarah was doing there was taking out Ceres number one, while also keeping the biggest threat still left in the game. So it's kind of like you, you were talking about. It's, it's kind of like Ceres is now Sarah's meat shield. Like, and and after Ceres kind of like betrayed. Sarah a little bit. I know, like, Suri was technically trying to save Sarah, but I feel like she was kind of betraying Sarah there. By oh, she's stealing. totally betraying Sarah. Yeah, so, like, now, like, Suri's enemy number one. So, I actually think it made sense. I mean, I guess, it, I just, for, if if I'm Sarah, and, here, and, here's, and here's my rationale, if I'm Sarah, yes, Suri becomes enemy number one, but it's not like the now people who are in charge of the game, because you've just flipped power from the side you were on to a different side that you're hoping to be on. It's not like that side's going to trust her. She's the one who screwed them over in the first place. So to me, it's like she's just screwed over everybody. Le- like, aside from the jury, because she, yeah, she screwed over almost everybody in the jury. But I think the jury can forgive that kind of stuff. The people yeah, in the game this jury. are not going yeah. to forgive that. Yeah, I agree with that assessment. I, I don't know. I don't have a problem with it. I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> All right. I, I just think, like, like, let's be real. Like, no way these people... I know, like, Saria's has never had any votes against her this season, and she's never really been talked about as a threat necessarily, but these people aren't dumb. There's no way they were going to let Saria get to the end. So why not take out a goat and keep Saria in the game? I don't I have a problem taking out goats because I think that makes it more likely you get to the end. Because if you leave no, all the goats... I, I completely agree with that. I mean, you 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 want to be able to bring a goat with you, but you don't want the goat to replace you. Exactly. So I, I think it was a, a fine move by Sarah. I, I don't have an issue with it. I, I get, like, your trepidation on it, and it did seem really strange at the time that it was Michaela getting taken out, but it sits well with me. I get it. All right. Any other things you want to talk about? On this episode before, because uh, next week's the finale, right? 
Yeah, I think we should talk about the hashtag go fish. What the hell was Michaela doing? Remember when she goes up to Brad? She's like, you you got to go fish. She's like, he's like, don't blackmail me. I'm like, well, that's not really blackmail necessarily, but that was just a weird moment. Michaela's great. Yeah, he took it as blackmail. She took it as, I'm hungry. Please go get me something. <laughs> um I, I i don't get like i don't get like like the look she gives him like just just go fish like it's uh, so weird i yeah i mean i almost wonder if you know obviously they can't show everything that happens you know over the course of two or three days in an hour-long episode i wonder if there is more to that or if like like maybe she explains why she does you know did that a little bit more um because like, part of me wondered if she was trying to tell him, like, listen, you're not going home tonight. Why don't you just go fish? Yeah. Like, if you start scrambling, you may make yourself a target type thing. But Michaela doesn't explain it to Brad, and he's obviously uh, annoyed and pissed by it. Um, and then, uh, and it's definitely not explained to the audience. So it puts us in a situation like, what the hell is she doing? But I'm guessing that's what she was trying to get at. Yeah. How, how great was the, uh, so when, when everyone was, uh, you know, up and around talking to each other at tribal and whispering, uh, Michaela's trying to defend herself and, or whatever. And then like Brad and Troy's hands sneak up behind her to try to get in on the action. And she's mm-hmm. like, flips out, slide to the side. <laughs> slide <laughs> I, to the side is amazing. I love this, it. This hasn't been her best season in terms of likability, but yes. man, I still really like Michaela. Oh, I am, she's I am bummed she's gone. Yeah. She's great casting. She's just, such a character, so funny, uh, great in the challenges, just a uh, complete wild card in terms of her emotions, and she's always, like, kicking puzzles and kicking things after mm-hmm. she loses. Uh, she's just so competitive. It's, it's really entertaining to watch her play. It really is. All right, so we have, what, six people left now? That's correct, yeah. Um, who do you think wins the game? <sighs> well, I think it, it's it's Sarah oh, or I'm Brad. sorry, sorry. Who makes it to the final three and who wins the game? Um, I think it's going to be Sarah, Brad, and Ty at the final three. Hmm. And you and who you think Sarah I, wins the game? I do. I think it is going to be all three men. And I think Brad wins the game. Brad, I could uh, that's certainly I could see that happening. I could absolutely see that happening. I think I think uh, I think they are. I think they seem to me like they could be the strongest three that would actually stick with each other. I think Sari is probably next to go, followed by Aubrey, and then I think if they if Brad is smart, he's going to look at Sarah's resume and go, "There's no way I'm beating her in, in the finals." Yeah, that they they could definitely all come to the realization that um, Sarah's just got too many too many big moves on her on her resume to like yeah the bit jury might be bitter but it's it's risky to take someone who's made has had such an impact on the gameplay to the final three. Uh, who do you uh, of the six left? Who do you least want to see win? Mm. That's I think Aubrey. Really. I you know I, I think for me it's a tie between Aubrey and Troyzan, uh, because I think neither of them have done anything, the entire season. 
I think a lot of these final six haven't done a whole lot. Um, I at least want to see Ty Ty winning just because I think he's a horrible player. I I agree, but I think he's been a part of a lot of votes, and I think I think Ty or I think Aubrey and Troyzian are playing games in which they're hoping that the jury is really bitter, um, and that they're not going to uh, they're not going to reward good gameplay, but reward the fact that these people didn't didn't blindside them. And I think that's a really poor game overall, but I think it's a really poor game in an all-star season. Um, you know, it can, it can definitely pay off for you, like when Natalie beat out Russell in the final two of their season, or the final three of their season, uh, because she was likable and he everybody was bitter at him for, for the way he played the game. But in an all-star season, that, that doesn't get rewarded. And, um, and I don't want to see it get rewarded. You know, if it was up to me, you'd see Sari and Sarah and probably Brad in the final three. But there's no yeah, way that happens. Yeah, it seems pretty impossible. Yes, <laughs> it's almost impossible. Uh, who do you who do you want to see win? I want to see Sarah win. I think she's played the best game. Yeah, I think like, I, I don't. For some reason, I'll never love Sarah. I don't. I don't know. It's, I don't. For some Is reason, it the I accent. Just, it's not. It's not the best accent in the world. Uh but uh, you know she's played a very good game, so I I want to see the best player rewarded, whether I love that person or not. So uh, yeah, I'd like to see her win. I mean, I'd be happy with seeing Sari win, but like I think we've both we've both mentioned a number of times now, there's no way she's making it to the end at this point. Um, I mean, unless unless Sarah decides to swing back over, um, I just, I find it really hard to believe that Sarah or Sari make it to the end. I just really, I, I, I have a hard time seeing either of them being able to survive. I mean, Sarah obviously will survive the next one because yeah. she has the, uh, the the legacy advantage and it is the final six. So she will, she will survive into the final five, no doubt. I think that's unless unless Cerise somehow miraculously wins immunity, um, she will be gone. But I, I just don't see, like, why would you want to sit next to Sarah? And why would you want to trust her for the rest of the game? I just thought of something. Um, remember back in the in the early, you've been watching the early seasons. Remember back in the day, whenever someone won individual immunity at tribal council, Jeff would like always say, "So blah blah blah, you've won, you have the immunity necklace. Do you want to keep it or do you want to give it to someone else?" Mm-hmm. You remember? Yeah. All right. So I don't remember him saying that any time in the last like twelve plus seasons. Do they? Do they, I'm assuming he doesn't ask that now because who the fuck's going to give away individual immunity? But let's say Sarah wins uh, the immunity necklace of Final Six. So she has immunity from that and a legacy advantage. I'm I, I'm pretty positive she can't give the legacy advantage to someone else. But could she give her individual immunity to someone else? I mean, I'm sure she could. I'm guessing she could. All right. Now, my question is, let's say she wins that and has both. Do you think it's better for her to just, I, I don't know. Well, what do you do in that situation? Because you've got a couple options. You could give away individual immunity and re- like really dictate what happens at that final six vote. You could do nothing and like just not even use your legacy advantage. I don't know. I mean, I guess if, if there's someone she really wants to save, like if she really wants to have Sari there. But I mean, that would just doom Aubrey. It's not like it would save anybody. I mean, you know, it would just delay the inevitable. Because she, you know, what she's done, she's put herself out of the numbers. Now, here's the thing. If she really wanted to do something like that, 
she could theoretically do that and then ha- then cause the 3-3 tie. And then there's a 1 in 4 chance Aubrey goes home and a you know cuz she's still safe because of the legacy advantage. Sari would still be safe because of uh, uh the immunity necklace or Aubrey whoever she gave it to cause the 3-3 tie and then make the other four draw rocks. Oh my god, my head is spinning. Um that would be confusing. I just think it would um, be amazing. It would be amazing. I, the reason why I asked this, I just think it's it would really be interesting if she did win immunity because a lot of things would be on the table. I just, the reason, also the reason why I asked, I feel like it wouldn't be smart to do that just because I think it would draw way too much attention on Sarah, like even more than she already has. I just feel like it would, it's not it's not worth it because I just feel like if you do that, man, you really become the target of Final Five. Yeah. But I mean, I think it would be. I mean, be I think badass be, though. I think it would be better if Aubrey or Sari won, won immunity, then to force the tie. It would be pretty cool if Sarah won individual immunity and then made it to the end and like at final tribal, just like, oh, by the way, I had this, uh, you know, legacy advantage. That I didn't even need to play because I'm so fucking badass. <laughs> I mean, I guess so. I mean. I think it depends on if she she revealed to the rest of the jury what the legacy advantage was, or if Sierra uh, had already revealed it. No, I don't think she did. I didn't, no one knew about that legacy. Well, but I mean, she may have revealed it in, within Pond. Oh, it's a, yeah, that's a good point. Um, so. I, I still think that'd be a pretty pretty cool move by Sarah at, at Final Travel to bust out the legacy advantage that she didn't even need to use because she won individual immunity at that time. But I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess you don't have to use it, but for me, uh, I mean, it depends on who she wants to sit next to. Maybe she's decided she did doesn't want to sit next to Sari. You know? I don't know why you would. I, I mean, I wouldn't, but she's been aligned with her for the last couple episodes, so, I mean, she was she was making a plan like that was that was going to be the case, and maybe, you know, maybe she now has decided she doesn't want to sit next to. But, I mean, I don't know. She's in a... Sarah's in a really tough spot because she she's got to be, you know, you know probably the second second biggest target in the game right now. She should be the first, um, and she's really in a situation where uh, that she could be in a lot of uh, like who who it, it, let's say the jury is extremely bitter. Who who would she want to sit next to? Like what it, I mean, because like, don't get me wrong; these are people at the end of the day, and maybe the and there probably will be some bitter people on it. I think the majority will vote for the best player, um, but like, like, she she probably wants to sit next to Ty and yeah. then Troyzan. Yeah, that sounds right to me. I mean, is isn't that who you would want to sit next to? Yeah, I think so. All right. Any other things you want to talk about before we wrap it up? I mean, this just has a, you know, entering the season, there were a lot of big names and a lot of people we were excited about. And, you know, obviously a lot of them left really early. And if you told me this was the final six, I'd be a little bummed heading into the, the season. But it's been a really good season overall. And this has a chance to be a pretty legendary finale. I mean, we got the, uh, we got three idols in play. We got a legacy advantage. Uh, you have three just, men and three women. Yeah, it, it could be really interesting in the finale. Uh, I'm very excited. Did you see the preview for next week? Oh my god! Um, I briefly, I only saw bits and pieces of it. Uh, I was kind of my my daughter decided uh, to get out of bed and come uh, come. My my daughter's my daughter uh, 
you know, she's one of those kids that, like, she will not go to sleep unless someone is, like, in the room with her. Um, and she, like, she'll wake up in the middle of the night sometimes mm -hmm. and, like, come and find me and be, like, really angry that I left the room. Like, you realize this isn't my bedtime, too. So, unfortunately, because of that, I missed out on, uh, 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 on seeing kind of the ending scene, uh, the, the scenes from next week. So wait, wait a minute. So you're telling me there are people out there in the world that actually want to spend time with you? It's amazing, but true. Yeah, I'm they're, shocked. But they're yeah, not, they're not like you. They're not just like you and are uh, contractually obligated to. Some <laughs> yes. people actually want to spend time with me. Yes, exactly. Um, so on the preview, they show Ty. It, I mean, you know, you know how the previews can be misleading, mm -hmm. but it kind of appears to show. Ty considering giving both of his idols away. One to Troy, one to Brad. And then they show Brad saying, like, I don't have any problem voting Ty out with his own idol. Could you imagine if at final six with two idols and two votes to play them, that Ty gives away his idols and gets voted out? Oh, my God. It would be the greatest thing ever, and it would be the worst move in the history of games. Not just Survivor, just like any game ever. Sports, board games, video games, anything. Worst move of all time. I, it, would make, uh, it would make JT look like a goddamn genius. <laughs> I, I hope that happens because I think it would be amazing. But you know if that happens, Ty will be back for like two more seasons, right? Oh, God, please no. I wanted Ty to get voted out this on that second tribal so bad with two idols in his pocket. But th this would be like ten times better. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh man! This would this would be like fifty times worse than James getting voted out with two idols. At least he didn't give his idols away. I don't know. I to me like, yeah, it would be worse. It would be worse. Like I still can't get over James being voted out with, with two well, yeah, idols. That, I mean that's awful. But he he had two idols with three votes to play them. Ty's no, no, got he two, had two idols and two votes to play them. No, it was three. I'm, I, it, I just it, watched it. It was three. I'm telling you, Ty, Ty would be voted out with two and two, and that's just like completely pathetic i'm maybe maybe ty wins individual immunity or something at six and like he he can give one away so who knows who knows if they're trying to mislead us and maybe only gives one away and that would make some sense if he was trying to dictate the vote but i mean i just you just know ty's messing this up somehow mm -hmm. it's like the most straightforward thing ever and he's gonna mess it up yeah no he, i'm sure he will all right well that's gonna wrap us up for this episode we will be back next week to do uh, a kind of finale recap, uh, and that will be very, very interesting. Um, and then uh, I'm sure we'll be, I think we'll record probably periodically after that. You know, maybe maybe we'll we'll break down some previous seasons uh, until... Oh, yeah, I got, I got some ideas for some podcasts we can okay. do, definitely. Yeah, then then we'll, we'll definitely be back uh, throughout the summer, just kind of checking in here and there and, uh, and doing some fun things uh, around Survivor, because like I said... I'm uh, I'm still uh, I'm still working my way through all the seasons. I think I'm on season I'm I'm, I'm in season 16 right now. So uh, almost almost done with that. Really really looking forward to uh, Eliza being handed a stick and being told it's immunity. Uh, <laughs> so I just halfway through the sea or like a couple episodes into the season, I remembered that that, that was this season and just it's a stick. Sticking in my mind. No, it's it's a fucking stick. I think she did. <laughs> uh, which is great. So, all right. Uh, you can follow Eli on Twitter at uh, Eli F W. No, that's not true. Actually, it's at uh, Will You Marry Me, Andrea Belke. It's a very long mm. Twitter handle, but that that's what it is now. I I hope you actually have changed it to that. No, I should. But man, how 
pretty did she look at that second tribal council oh my god you you are a sad sad man you can follow me on twitter at justin mason fwfb email me or the show friends of fantasy benefits at gmail.com uh and please give us a review it really helps us out especially if it's the five star variety uh for either myself thank you for listening and we will see you after the finale next week